Hello, friends, and welcome to the mini edit from Edit Your Life. In these snack-sized mini episodes, I answer your questions about everything from self-care to parenting to relationships to home and more. Think of me like that friend you text or call when you need a quick piece of compassionate and candid advice. Send me your questions. Today's question came via Instagram direct message and is about toxic friendships. This person wrote, Can you share your take on moving on from friendships that you're only staying in because you've been friends with them for 10 plus years? It's so hard. I keep getting sucked in and walked all over. So toxic. First, thank you for trusting me with this question. This is difficult and I am sorry. And also, you are not alone. Some preliminary thoughts. We have a tendency to feel like friendships need to last forever, or we are surprised when friendships change. It's important to remember that just as we ourselves change and there are things from our past years that we would like to keep and stuff we'd like to shed, there are relationships that will follow suit and that is fine and normal. I have experienced the gamut, complete friendship blowups, friendships that I've needed to put distance in and ones that naturally drift. So at a baseline, remember, friendships don't last forever and that is okay. If you are in a situation like this, or you have the awareness to know that something is wrong, that's a really good thing. You need that awareness to then move to action. There are a few pieces of self-reflection I recommend doing before we get to the how. First, I don't know the details of this situation, but it seems to me that this would be a good time to ask yourself why you keep getting sucked in, with compassion and an understanding that you are doing the best you can. For example, is it difficulty over the prospect of confronting the other person? Do you feel responsible because you feel like you're the only person's lifeline? Is it worries about your own stable of friendships? Just be honest with yourself. I do think it would also be helpful to jot down some data. Has this relationship been toxic for most or all of its 10 plus year duration? Or is this a recent flare up that might be related to other things? I ask this because I've had some experiences with friends where the relationships are long-term but go through a truly exhausting and depleting phase where I feel like it is very one way and I'm just feeling like I'm of service all the time. And it has been clear that those phases are related to stressors in the person's life. I also think another helpful exercise would be to create a two-by-two grid and you have advantages and disadvantages on one side and staying in the relationship and leaving the relationship on the other. Jot down the advantages of staying in the relationship or leaving it, and similarly, the disadvantages of staying in the relationship or leaving it. Having it right in front of you can be a really helpful exercise. I'll get to tactics after a quick break. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera. Clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days, I take Hyacera every morning with my first glass of water, and like all of the Ritual products I have tried, the capsule actually smells good. Ritual's products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? 
Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oftentimes, when asked to think about what one would do with a bonus hour, people reference things like exercise, play, and rest. These are all super important things, and I would recommend adding getting the support you need and deserve to your list. As a mom, independent business owner, and human blessed with many relationships, I spend a lot of time giving. So one of the greatest gifts of therapy for me has been the ability to know that someone is holding space for and listening to me no filter required. I adjust my session frequency as needed, and it is a huge comfort knowing support is there for me. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. This online therapy platform was designed to remove the traditional barriers to therapy and make mental health care more accessible to everyone. Simply fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash edit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash edit. So assuming this relationship has in fact run its course, let's talk about a few strategies for editing out a toxic friendship. The first would be to be direct. This is, of course, the hardest, but I would always rather be direct than not, so it's always my preference first. I think it's ideal to communicate in person. These things just get harder and harder on text or email or what have you. But if you are like me and you need to organize your thoughts or process stuff by writing it down, I recommend doing this in advance and then saying really openly to the person you're talking to, hey, I wrote down some notes because that is how my brain works. And it would also be ideal to come to this conversation with specific examples of what has been happening and why it negatively impacts you versus a vague, you're a bad friend kind of message. Another option is to create or just allow for drift. You could simply start to reduce your engagement and your communication, decline on invitations, stop liking and commenting on social posts, just start to extend the rope and let it naturally pull back. And finally, if things go sideways in you trying to end the relationship or let it naturally drift and the communication isn't working, then in my experience, you need to go into protective mode. You can only control what you can control. So for example, if just seeing this person's name in your inbox, social, or your phone creates anxiety for you, it's time to filter, unfollow, block, and mute. Now I get it. These things are hard, brutally hard. I've been there and I'm sorry. And that is also why I think a really good counterpart would be to use the space you are creating by editing out the toxic relationship to nurture existing relationships or build new ones. You may feel a bit daunted if you're coming out of a toxic friendship. I get it. But I want to hearken back to something that I talked about in the past. It's a quick relationship litmus test I developed. In the past, especially when I've been dealing with difficult relationships and I've been thinking about getting together with somebody, I've asked myself four questions. The first is, who do I feel connected to and lighthearted with? Second, who shares my perspective on issues I care about? 
Third, whose life is similar in scope, for example, work, parenting, etc. And fourth, who actually offers conversation versus one-way venting? If you go through this little exercise and a person or two bubbles up, reach out, send a quick hello text, and start the ball rolling on connecting in some way. In the show notes, I'm also going to link to two episodes. One is on reviving and rethinking friendships, and the second on simple friendship reboot tactics that I hope will be helpful as you move forward to a more positive friendship space. I hope this was helpful, and if you have a question for me, please drop me a line at edityourlifeshow at gmail.com or DM or comment on a post on Facebook or Instagram at edityourlifeshow or Dr. Christine Co. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.